0: Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today, and what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. Today we'll be continuing our journey through the text of Acts chapter 16, and we have gone through the first five verses and made some application, and today we're going to look at verse number six and following, and a powerful phrase to consider, in verse number six. I hope you're having a great day today. I hope you've been spending time walking with the Lord, spending time in your Bible, spending some time in prayer, spending some time thinking about who it is you need to call and encourage today or finding someone to witness to, but do something today to advance the cause of Christ. And there is a cause. What is the cause? That all the world may know Jesus saves. Every sinner owes a sin debt, but thank God the sin debt's been paid. If only they'll accept that free gift of Calvary and God will save them. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, they'll be saved. But they've got to know, how shall they hear without a preacher, and how shall they preach unless they be sent? Hey, we got to go out. We've got to go into all the world and preach the gospel. And I tell you, God will use you. I'm glad God doesn't need the overly qualified. He'll qualify uh, those that come to him and are willing, and just a willing vessel. The best ability, they say, is availability, and I like that. Curtis Hutchins used to use that illustration, driving a nail into all the wall. He said, now, now, ideally, I'd want a hammer boy if i could get a hammer that hammer is fashioned to drive the nail it is made to drive the nail the purpose of a hammer is to drive a nail he said but i look around and there's no hammer there now i'm already holding the nail up and i can't reach but so far my arms so long he said i can't reach a hammer and maybe i could find something else another tool maybe maybe a rock and i look around and there's no rock he said so you know what i do i reach down take off my shoe And then I lift up my shoe and just take the heel of my shoe, and I drive that nail into the wall with my shoe. Now, the shoe wasn't my first choice, wasn't even my second choice, but it was available. And, man, that shoe gets the job done. I tell you, and God will do that with me and you. We might not be what we would think are first stringers or second stringers for God, but if we're available, isn't that amazing? God will take our life, and he'll use it, and he'll use it in such a marvelous and wonderful way. And that's what I want. Oh, I want that. I desire that, that God would take my life and let it be. Holy, consecrated, Lord, to thee and that he would use me uh, for his glory and honor, not for, not for fame, not for fortune, but so he can get glory out of my life. And I tell you, it's amazing what God will do with people just like you if you'll surrender to him. Now, let's look together. Maybe you've missed... Some of our past Bible studies. Those are all available for you, archived on the podcast. Our podcast is Striving for Revival, and it's found on every podcast platform. It's free for you to subscribe to. And as soon as you subscribe, you'll have access to hundreds, uh, maybe more than hundreds, of Bible studies that we have done, verse by verse, uh, through most of the New Testament, some of the Old Testament. We've done topical studies as well, but all of that is there for you, and what I like about podcast format is you can rewind, pause, fast forward, listen, listen again, and it's better if you're studying, maybe, that you get us on the radio for the first shot, but then you follow up with the podcast, and that way you can take notes, and it'll be a help to you as you study along with me in our Bible. Now, Paul is on his second missionary journey. Paul is now separated from Barnabas over the issue with John Mark turning back. And Paul has taken Silas, a representative really from the church at Jerusalem, a man who also had dual citizenship. He's a Roman citizen, uh, though he's a Jewish convert, a Christian. But uh, anyhow, he, they're traveling together. They come to Derby and Lystra. There they meet up with a man named Timotheus, which is Timothy, the same Timothy Paul wrote both of the letters to in the New Testament. Timothy, we talked about this, came from a home who uh, had a a mother that was a saved Jew and then he had a father who was an unbelieving Greek so he has a father who's a Gentile a mother who's a Jew and yet from that divided house Timothy's produced and God uses him marvelously and I I told you that last time that it might not co- you might not come from perfect circumstances or have the most pristine background but that does not hinder nor uh, keep God from being able to use your life and I'm glad good things can come out of bad situations, and it happens all the time, and God will use you. So don't discount yourself, and don't resign yourself to the bench. God might just use you in a marvelous way if you'll make yourself available. So as Paul and Silas and now Timothy travel, they begin to Preach to these churches that the Gentiles are saved by grace through faith, not by keeping the law. There's no law included in this thing. But after they're saved, they ought to do their part to not live like lost Gentiles and to abstain from immorality and idolatry and all of those things that might cause others to question their Christianity and to be a stumbling block in their spiritual life. Verse 5, I labored a little bit last study. And in it, the Bible said, so were the churches established in the faith. And that's such a powerful statement because what it means is by giving them doctrine and truth, they strengthened these churches. They gave them a sure foundation. They kept them from being wobbly on the axle, if you will. And they enabled them to be reinforced and to mature and to grow. So these churches would not be churches that were just tossed about. Uh, to and fro. These would not be churches that were just uh, uh, running after every wind of doctrine, but these now would be churches that were strong in the faith. My, how we need that. The majority of churches in our day are not strong in faith. They are are strong in feeling. They are strong in emotion. They are strong in uh, preference, possibly, but not strong in Bible doctrine and truth. They don't have a firm foundation, and that's why they change and shift and fall, and that's why for a minute maybe they'll, they'll explode, and the next moment they'll fizzle out. There is not any establishment in that local assembly. So these Christian leaders take their uh, uh, their uh, authority, uh, and, and they, they have an obligation, accountability, and they establish these local churches. Now, verse number six, I want us to see it today and consider it for a moment. Here's what our Bible says. Now when they had gone throughout Phrygia and the region of Galatia and were forbidden, here's our phrase to, to consider for a moment, they were forbidden of the Holy Ghost, to preach the word in Asia. Now, think about this. The Holy Ghost is literally saying no to Paul, Silas, and Timothy preaching the word of God. That almost sounds crazy. If it wasn't here in the text, you'd wonder why. The Holy Spirit is saying, Paul, this is not the spot to set up camp and preach. No, you're not preaching in Asia. Now, I want to read you a little bit of this commentary, and then we'll make some comments. But here's what it says. When Paul and his companions left Lystra, they proceeded along their route, establishing and strengthening the churches. Eventually, they reached new territories and were thrilled with the possibilities of preaching to multitudes of new listeners. They traveled through Phrygia and Galatia, but soon became aware that something was wrong. They were working hard and getting nowhere. They resembled shadow boxers using a great deal of energy but hitting nothing. When it became difficult to preach and the usual signs of God's approval were missing, it seemed the party had walked into an unproductive wilderness. Frustrated and worried, Paul prayed, but God forbade him to preach in Asia. This was not the continent today as we know it, but a smaller territory known as uh, as a proconsular Asia, with God's roadblock preventing progress. God's roadblock. Preventing progress, Paul decided to go into Bithynia, but once again the Lord refused to permit his servant to preach. If the prohibition had applied to a town or village, the problem would have been less acute. The missionaries could have gone to the next place. But when God refused permission to preach in Asia, that refusal presented a problem of enormous proportions to get out of Asia meant a march of 600 miles over very dangerous mountains and through terrible weather. So these men are 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 blocked or forbidden by God to preach in that area and now they have a long trek past countless people but they're not permitted or given any kind of freedom or liberty to preach to these people now here's what I'm here's here here's how God spoke to me uh, as I studied this and drew out what took place here and by the way God didn't speak to me in some charismatic crazy way but just through his word but the bible teaches us here sometimes God says no It's a good thing to preach the gospel, but it wasn't God's will in this instance for them to preach the word of God. And the lesson is this. Sometimes you can get a good thing out of order and it not be God's will. It's a good thing, but it's not God's will. And the good thing becomes wrong if you push it and try to knock the door down and do that because it's not God's perfect will. God said no. Timing is God is not confined to time. But God has uh, utilized time to let man understand how he works. God never moves without purpose or plan. God does everything perfect, but in his time. And I want to encourage you in these closing seconds, don't get off of God's schedule. Don't drag God onto your schedule. You get in schedule and lockstep with God and let God direct your steps. Well, that's all of our time for today. Make sure you join us next broadcast. Until then, pray for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.